Hi fans, it's Graham here. Uh, I'm just being really quiet for no reason at all. I just thought it would be nice. Uh, we had a bit of a problem with the recording of episode 93. Well, Adam did, because he's very, very bad at computers because he never has to really use them. Uh, it's not his job or anything. But it meant that there were lots of crashes and his section of speaking, which is known in the industry as a track that uh, got all all fucked up and disappeared so the beginning part of the podcast I've removed his track uh, because it is an excellent chat about a human centipede experiment which you will love uh, I've sort of cut around it and it seems coherent to me but I mean I was there so I know the full context but I thought you'd like to hear it anyway uh, and then the podcast will start properly in earnest, but the best bit is definitely when we're talking about uh, sewing mouths to bums and um, shit going from one person into the next and really getting into the, the technical and uh, logistical details of, of that whole arrangement. So anyway, enjoy episode 93. Uh, Dan still hasn't got around to uh, editing and releasing episode 91, because, but... Um, what the fuck can you do? He's unionised. We, we can't sack him. Um, so you might get that one day. You might not. Um, but here's episode 93. Oh, um, follow us on Twitter and uh, tell all of your friends. And um, we haven't got a Patreon, but just uh, just post £20 to us. Um, we are starting a programme of finding out precisely where each of our listeners live uh, so just remember we could come round and uh, give you a kicking so you probably want to try and expand that pool of listenership so that it's less likely that we're going to come for you um, that, I mean that's fine with us we've, we've got a lot of kicking sort of pent up inside from the years of repressing that uh, so yeah just just the more people we can kick the better so thanks is it one of yeah. your hipster beers, Daniel? It is very much one of my hipster beers. Ah. Is it nice? Mm. It's a bit too hoppy for my taste. <clears throat> I heard about these hipster oh. beers. They are totally unacceptable. Well, the one I had last week was actually really nice. That's not the point. They come in a little electrical car that is dressed up like a cow. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I think that's perfectly acceptable. Yeah, no, I wish I'd thought no, of it. I'm not having it. I demand you cease uh, your custom immediately. Um, no. Okay, how many do you have? Uh, like eight now. Can you bring some to Dorset next weekend? Yeah, sure. Good, I'm going to smash them. Well, that'd be silly, but, you know, whatever. Well, I'm going to drink them, and I'm going to glass you with a bottle. That sounds more like you. In a very um, fashionable way. We could go mm, to the, was, um, was like, yeah, really. the hipster pub, and you could yeah. just uh, glass people in there, couldn't you? I was actually glassing sure people before it was popular. <laughs> well, it, I mean, given that it's not popular now, and it won't be popular then, it yeah, is I reckon quite popular. you would Glass and no, people no, is very popular. Have you ever? You've never been out. Yeah, you have. You've been out in the north loads of times. 
No, no, but but being glassed is not popular. Oh, I see. So you could get glassed before it's popular. No, hang on. This made sense in my head a second ago. That... Yeah, I'm going to be doing the glassing, which is um, very mainstream, but you will be enjoying it, which is very hipster. The hipsters the will enjoy it. So basically, that makes it all right. And they'll enjoy it. Is there an upstairs in the hipster pub? No. You already asked oh, this. So I can't do a Begbie. <laughs> this is exactly what we discussed. No, you can't. How, how the hell am I going to do a Begbie before I'm 35? You fuckers keep well, taking me to places where there's only one floor. Upstairs. Well, Doing a Begbie like jumping out the, the window of the pub and smashing on the cobbles, right? No, it's in you know in train spotting where he just chucks the glass over the over the railings into the downstairs bit. Um, no, no it's, it's been uh, in goal. The only place I've ever seen someone get glassed was actually in Bridport. <laughs> it's the last. Uh, bit that's that not makes quite it. the same as being glassed, is it? Yeah, it's bottled. <laughs> yeah, but... Well, because being glassed is you, you get the glass to be a jaggedy edge and then you jab it in someone's face, don't you? Well, no, I think you could just smash a pint, just... if you just smashed a pint glass onto somebody's head, that would be getting glassed as well. I mean, no, as far as I'm concerned, being bottled is a subset of being glassed. No, because it's not, it's, not it's not glass the material, it's glass the thing that you drink from. So it's not a subset. Nonsense, it's the, um, it's the, the, the fabric. No, it's not. No, you wouldn't. Of course it is. <laughs> if, I, if I if I had a a pane of glass, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I dropped that on someone's head, you wouldn't say that I'd glassed someone. You yeah, of course say, you would. <laughs> you wouldn't. But you, I mean, you could totally you know, take down the, the window. The thing you drink from, it's not glass the material. As somebody's given their statements to the police, you go, "Well, actually, it was a bottle, so you didn't technically get glassed." Yeah. At which point the policeman bottles you. Yeah, and another one glasses you from the other side. <laughs> so Bridport owes me a glassing then. Yeah, you've been you've been dining off that story, and actually yeah. you've just been telling a lie. Okay, so this weekend, I, I want to see someone get glassed. Preferably right. I mean, not I, me, I but I'm not fussy. <laughs> I'd prefer not to see that, really. Okay, well, don't look. Should we do a bloody podcast then? Oh, um, hang on. Shall I get a? I, get, I think I need a beer for today. Don't you? Don't you? Okay. Well, we're going to start anyway. Let's podcast. That's yeah, fine. Woo! We two star podcast. We are great. Spreading love, denouncing hate. Our listenership is very few, but we love every one of you. Even poor man. One more thing I have to say, intended in a hopeful way. Cold brew hipster, please be my friend. I'm sorry I called you a ballet. Hey bastards, it's episode 93 of Two Star Podcast. I'm your favourite host, Graham. I'm here with Adam. Um, Dan yep. and uh, Chris. Hello. Well, that started quite high energy, didn't it? And it, you, one by one, each <laughs> me, of you sapped it all out of it. You didn't say anything. I mean, I blame Chris for this. Oh, me? I said hello. Oh, well, no, I didn't, didn't hear that. Well, I was saying you listened back. I was very excited. <laughs> okay, well, I retract yeah. my... Adam and Dan sucked the life out of it. Chris spat it all back out. <laughs> yeah, I did. Which Because we, I guess we've got some kind of human centipede going on where Adam... 
sucks the excitement out of me, poos it into Daniel, who poos it into Chris, but then Chris, I guess, poos it out in a more... Ex- I haven't thought this through. So Like a, like a jet stream. You, uh, or maybe you aren't actually sewed onto Dan, you're just doing it willingly, <laughs> and then you spit it all back out at me. Okay, yeah, why, or poss- why not? Or possibly we've been centipeded in a circle, <laughs> so it's just one thing well, going round and round and round. No, because you need to put you need to put more energy into that system. You could shove it up someone's nose. Um, I suppose you could. Yeah. Why didn't that? Um, you know the scientist. What did the human centipede in that documentary? I mean, not personally. Why didn't he just put an advert on the internet? Because I guarantee he could have got a lot of volunteers. He's in, he's in Germany after all. I have always been slightly curious. He could have just said, "Come round, I'm going to sew your mouth to a bum." It's the same reason. His depraved fetish is sewing people's mouths to bums when they're not up for it. Oh, I see. Um, he was just doing... And if they'd been willing, it would, right. would have taken all the joy out of it. I guess he sort of needs a control, doesn't he? What would the control be in that experiment? Is I don't. He didn't ever explain the hypothesis that he was attempting to test. No. I mean, he calls himself a scientist, but I've got some serious reservations about his credentials. Well, yeah. no, true. But his, his testing methodology is, is flawed. Maybe Frankly. he was a, a social yeah. scientist. Is uh, is that a not a real not a real scientist, just a hmm. a social scientist? Well, on the subject of people having their mouths sewn to other people's bum holes and then having shit forced into their mouths for them to swallow, it's an election special because we're having a snap election, a snelection, if you will, and it's all hugely exciting because we're going to get a. A landslide majority for the Tories, and we're stuck with them for another ten years. So I, I have a shocking confession to make. Um, I'm considering voting for the local Labour candidate only because he's pissed, pissed Jeremy Corbyn off so much that Corbyn has reported him to the police. <laughs> oh right, okay. What what's he done, Dan? Well, I'm not sure. I think I think he's just asked pointed questions like, "Are you any good?" and "How do you propose to win an election?" and "Should we do something about our atrocious polling numbers?" Which, um, you know, as most true Labour devotees know, is, you know, engaging purely with the right-wing media and uh, betraying Jeremy. It is a surprise um, that um, more journalists haven't been reported to the police for harassing him, for doing exactly the same thing and asking him pertinent questions, isn't it? Who's this MP? Uh, Neil Coyle. Oh, I've not not heard of him. There's some good good, uh, puns you could have with his name. Isn't there? Yeah, I, I can't actually think of any off the top of my head, but um, yeah. Oh, I sorry, I was trying. I, was, I thought you meant anagrams. I was thinking, God, I can't even. I wouldn't even know where <laughs> to start making an anagram. Well, writing letters down would probably be. But well, yeah, he spells weird. Coil. Uh, well, how does he spell it? C O Y L E. That's exactly how I expected it. Yeah. Oh, I would have thought you'd spell it C O I L, but you know, whatever. Well, he's not a spring, is he? I've never cr- come across the surname Coil before. About Nadine Coyle from Girls Aloud. I think I might have exhausted my yeah, knowledge but, of Coyles. The only thing I know of Girls Aloud is the hot ones and the slightly less hot ones. I can't really differentiate between the group. Well, you, I, I could probably name all five if you want me to. Why? How? Uh, I accept the challenge. Nadine Coyle, um, Sarah... Harding. One, Harding. Uh, Cheryl Cole. Uh, Nicola Roberts... And uh, there's either an Irish or a Mancunian one left, depending on which of those Nadine Coyle is. Sarah Hard... What was it? Sarah Hardy? or Harding. 
Harding, that sounds suspiciously Tory. Um, I don't think I'd describe any of Girls Aloud as Tory, except for uh, Cheryl Cole, obviously. She punched a black woman in a, in a toilet. I think she's just a racist, so she could be... Uh, maybe Kip. she's UKIP, yeah. Um, oh, I can only name four out of five. That's disappointing. I assumed I could do all four, uh, all five. Doesn't even know how many there are. That's the question they should ask them, not, not how much is the pint of milk... Uh, name name all five. It would be Little Mix these days, wouldn't it? And I think mm. I think there's a Molly, but I'm not sure about any of the others. I don't even know how many there are for certain. I think there's four. Maybe. I, I genuinely assume that they kind of cloned Girls Aloud and made Little Mix. They're nothing like Girls Aloud. What are you talking about? I think this is a, well, a dead end. I think we should escape. Little Mix and. Uh, Girls Aloud had some excellent songs. Little Mix have one excellent song that I know of. I haven't ventured into the rest of their back catalogue. <laughs> so which one's their excellent song? Uh, Black Magic. That is a fucking excellent. banger. Sing it, sing it to me. It is. Uh, take a sip, I'm a secret potion. I'll make you fall in love. And it's called Black Magic. It's really good. Okay, that's good. I'm going to insert... I'm going to insert the entire three and a half minutes of that song right here. All the girls on the block knocking at my door. Give me 
I think they've the got list, another the song. The listeners have just had to sit through the... Well, it, well okay, I'll put one more in. What, well, got, <laughs> what do you want to hear? <laughs> I think they've got another song where uh, it's quite good and then you find out it's Little Mix and you think, oh, it's Little Mix. All right. Well, you, uh, I'll take a guess at which that... Okay, well, I'll, I'll put their latest song in here.
Can you put the aria from Don Giovanni in as well? No. <laughs> do you do requests? Oh, I don't, how does that Can go? you do requests? Uh, yeah, okay, I'll do no requests. What, what do you want now? <laughs> Highway to Hell? Seems appropriate in the circumstances. No, I'm not putting in ACDC, for goodness sakes, Daniel. This is a Little Mix fan cast. Uh, yeah, so we... Right, well, we've wasted about seven minutes of... Um... Hello? Yes. Oh, oh, for goodness sakes, Adam. <laughs> Does that mean all of that is lost? Well, I don't know. I think um, maybe some of it's saved. Well, I... Yeah. So, um, that was fun. Uh, we've lost all of that. Um, Graham. Do you want to start again? Okay. Hi, I'm Orlando Bloom, and you're listening to Two Star Podcast. Hey, wankers, it's episode 93, take three. Uh, well, that won't mean anything to you, but we have tried two already, and we had an excellent chat about Little Mix just now. And because of that, Dude. here are two Little Mix songs back to back. All the girls on the block knocking at my door. Right, so uh, we've made an election happen. I don't know how we did it, but we managed to... What's the plan now? Uh, I think we have six weeks of increasingly desperate adverts from all of the parties apart from the Tories who just sit there and uh, slowly extend a middle finger to the electorate while going, we don't care, you're going to vote for us anyway because your alternatives are Corbyn or Paul Nuttall. Yeah. I guess what about the little Tim upside? Little Tim well, Barron. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be fair, he uh, is has not been off to a great start. Um, he seems to have uh, begun the campaign by going on Channel 4 News and kind of failing to in any way single himself out as not quite struggling with the gays and uh, making some comments about how we're all sinners and then just kind of mumbling away into nothing. Yeah, I mean... It's weak, isn't it? Yeah, it's not great. I think mumbling away into nothing is kind of a fitting epitaph for the whole, you know, Great Britain concept. It's had a pretty good run, but um, yeah, it's over now. I mean, I think it might be overstating to say it's over, but it's certainly, you know, you know, final season um, at any rate. Yeah, you know, when I talked about it's it's been cancelled and it's just kind of like seeing itself out now with a, a series of, like, let's blow the budget on kind of the best we can manage, but well, it's, it's going to be bad. ultimately disappointing. It's kind of like a right to strike season where you get half a season and it's shit. What's mm. nice for Jeremy Corbyn is he's effectively got his six weeks notice period now that he can work out. Normally politicians, yeah. they, they go the next day, don't they? But he's he's yeah. actually got his... Uh, That's true. His have you, have you heard his, um, down. his revolutionary strategy for winning the general election? Uh, um, I haven't because I don't think he's got one, has he? Um, he has decided that the best approach is to force reselection for all of the Labour candidates. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that, um, uh, I did hear that, and uh, you just think I'm not what? quite sure how they're going to get done in six weeks. Um, but I'm sure it will really help when everybody suddenly has a candidate they've never heard of that they get to vote for in their local election. Yeah. And it definitely also, won't distract do you know from when, um, uh, the, the Do you know, the when, um, when, I, um, do you know when I said that our Robot Wars discussion was basically lifted yes. almost word for word um, by another podcast, but made a lot better because they did it in angry German voices? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we should do that. 
Our listeners won't know about when you said that, though, because uh, Dan yeah. hasn't finished editing it and releasing it yet. And, and I possibly... mean, to be fair to Dan, it's, it's only been like two weeks now since we recorded that podcast. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's understandable. We haven't really given him a chance, has he? No, and I mean, it's there's not a good chance that two episodes will have been edited and released since we recorded that episode. No, I mean, I, well, I, no, I think we owe it to refer back to that as much as possible. I, I can't remember what happened. That's the problem. I need to listen again, but it's impossible. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, we we did discuss oh, how how things are better if they're done in the angry German accent. Yeah, I'd like to hear Adam um, discuss Jeremy Corbyn, the the Corbyn twins, in an angry German accent, please. Um, I would love to, but I can't do an angry German accent. I don't. And that also, didn't stop me. I, also, I have been issued with a. Uh, legal injunction preventing me from discussing the subject to which you referred um so i'm afraid it's impossible what, for me to comment what, what i'm going to do is pretend i'm henning Venn. <laughs> okay when, when are you going to start doing that <laughs> it's just stupid it's so fucking stupid what we fuck are we doing in this country you have to have the general election I think uh, that sort of veered a bit more into a lower low than between Henning, but... between. Well, he has got a very much a alo alo accent. I think between the two of us, we've got him nailed there. It's just well, I mean, whatever you two want to get up to, that's uh... yeah, sounds kinky to me. I mean, well, if you do a general election, why why do it after you trigger Article Fifty? It's stupid. You do it mm. before or not at all. And why do they have the fixed term act when she can just turn it up anyway? Well, in fairness, she couldn't, except for the fact that Corbyn is basically a Tory at this point. Well, no, he just, like, he's got this... Labour in this weird position where if they... Like, if she says, right, we want a, a general election, uh, you've got to vote for it. If Labour say no, then the Tories are, ha, you're scared that you're going to lose the general election. And if they say yes, then they lose the general election. Yeah, so, if, you know, it's I, an impossible if position. If I was Jeremy Corbyn, I would say it's stupid, it's the wrong time. You do the Article 50 now, and then we judge you on all the fuck-ups. That's what I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, I but unfortunately that... you're not Jeremy Corbyn. Uh, Jeremy Corbyn is far less competent. The silver lining here is that um, he will have to go, surely, and then maybe well, we'll get an opposition that. again. And, well, but what I suspect will happen yeah. is he will resign, they will hold a leadership election, and he'll, and he'll win fucking again, yeah. win it again. Yeah. Or That's... Donald Donald will win it, um, and he'll do the same things, but worse. Mm. But so... then the Lib Dems can maybe uh, pull themselves back from obscurity a little bit. I mean, well, they couldn't go any worse, could they? Um, well, I mean, they still got eight MPs to lose. And maybe Fine uh, Fine. somebody will do a coalition with the ASMP. And they will come down to England and sort us out. I mean, it's our only hope at this point. Well, it basically is, yes. Mm. Uh, but I mean, I think the, the last check, the Conservatives were like 20 points ahead in the polls. Mm. Yep. So it would basically take Jeremy Corbyn revealing that this whole time he's been doing a bit and actually like he's completely different and has some great policies and enunciates them well and doesn't keep contradicting himself in public. Um, in order for Labour to not get utterly thrashed. Well, do you it's know good the, that they the curious uh, thing him, is that um, the, the policies he has, uh, people really like them. 
Uh, they just yeah, really yeah. don't like him when he says that. Policies are great. It's just that, yeah. Yeah. Um, it would also be great, to be fair, if he if he didn't keep changing his mind about some of them or all of them. Well, no, but, I mean, he's consistent on some of the stuff. It's just the other stuff where he says, like, this is what I want to do, and then immediately changes his mind when he gets interviewed next and then goes back to what he originally said when he gets interviewed again. But he does put so much passion into those uh, YouTube videos well, where he yes. mumbles on a bit. And I mean, you know, some of the, the, the slogans that he's come out with have been... They've been. Uh, they yeah. def- I mean, he's definitely had some. Oh, he must have. Sure? Well, he, yeah. can't, he can't have not had any slogans in the last 18 months, can he? Think about it. I mean, I'm increasingly... I am thinking about it really quite hard. And Yeah, well, you, like... there's too many to choose from. That's why you can't pick one out, because there's so many great ones. Yeah. yeah, that must be it. It's the only that rational explanation. Yeah, exactly. But still, I mean, you know, we're all fucked and it's going to get worse, but it's better that it happens now than in another three years. Just delay well, no, some no. of the it, misery, I suppose. It's worse because in three years' time, uh, the effects of Brexit would be really apparent and everyone would say, ah, oh, you've really fucked this up. And and not vote the yeah, Tories but everyone in would again. Still vote for the Tories anyway, now they're going to have the do. additional two years, aren't they? But pe- I mean, people yeah, would still I mean, have voted them in again in twenty twenty. Well, it won't happen because it would still be well, Jeremy. Yeah, well, maybe. No, but it would have done if they had gone to twenty twenty. They would still have got voted in again. Well, it's difficult mm. to predict that far in the future, isn't it? I don't, it is really, though, is it? Unless Jeremy Corbyn had left and people had said. Or he'd have he'd have, the, he'd have voted for everything they said anyway. The thing that is staggering mm. is that the Conservatives say, "Oh, you need to vote for us for economic stability and a long-term plan," and then they completely fuck up. And their line is, "Oh yeah, but but Labour would be a bit worse, wouldn't they?" And you think, "Well, mm. I, how do people keep buying it?" Because people are very very stupid and selfish. I think yeah. that's that is the the crux people. of it, isn't it? Is the selfishness? Yeah, yeah. They sort of give uh, enough tax incentives to the upper, sort of middle to upper classes who want a little bit more money without ever having to give any of it to the people who are poor. But they don't even do that half the time. Like the last election, uh, they yeah. basically said we're going to take away all your child benefit, and everyone went. Fantastic! They're going to take away all the child benefit from those scroungers. It's like, no, no, we're going to take away your child benefit. Like, oh, great! All those scroungers are going to lose their child benefit. I'm definitely voting for you. And then, really surprised when their child benefit got taken away. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like uh, at the point where the party is actively telling you, "We're going to fuck you over if you vote for us." Mm. Okay, well, I'm definitely voting for you then. Yeah, one of my favourite enduring. What do you do? There's the promise that they'll fuck over peasants a little bit more is enough to swing Mm. it. We've got to fuck everyone. We're going to fuck them worse, though. Do you think that um, Ergodan's victory was uh, what inspired Theresa May? Do you think she was looking at Turkey and thought, "Yes, Mm, it's possible. Yes, that's what." Maybe she realised that she just she just wants to get elected prime minister with a proper mandate before nuclear Armageddon, which is also uh, just around the corner. Yeah, Mm. I mean, there's not a lot to look forward to. I mean, that is the only like the only kind of. Potential bright spot on the horizon. I mean, possibly literally bright spot on the horizon yeah. is that within the next six weeks we might just all be dead. Although yeah. saying that, can I throw in another random politics story? 
So um, you know that the Americans and North Korea have been having a massive dick measuring contest recently. Mm -hmm. So um, apparently the um, the White House and uh, the Orange Ginger Nut tweeted out or something. Uh, we can't take the saber rattling from North Korea. We're uh, we're sending the USS big ship or something to go and intimidate them. <laughs> at, at the exact moment that the USS big ship was steaming directly the other way to head to some military exercises somewhere. So someone no, had no plans to turn around and go and threaten North Korea. Well, yeah, but the point is they don't care because they know that no one's actually going to check. Yeah. Like, none of the people who are, like, Trump fans who support him are actually going to check any of the things that he says because if they did then he wouldn't have elected. Yeah, yeah and, and people reporting that the boat is going in the other direction are just fake news, aren't they? Yes, mm, that so, is true. Part of the liberal media conspiracy. Yeah. Hmm. I'd really like to get in on the liberal media conspiracy. It's Me too, it sounds great, yeah. I, I just you, just get to make, you just get to make up things and publish them and get paid loads of money. You're getting kickbacks from everybody. You're getting yeah. funded by all these, you know, rich liberal elites. Yeah. It sounds amazing. Well, we we are getting a substantial kickbacks from the EU to say it's not awful, aren't we? So well, that's true. I mean, personally, my my participation in this podcast is for, funded by George Soros. Yeah, I'm going to spend my money on a new pressure washer. Who is George nice. Soros, by the way? I've no clue. Uh no, I don't know. He's the but one who's paying everyone to yeah, say Hillary Clinton's good or something. Yeah, he's he's funding all the protests against Trump. But I've no idea who he is. No, I I have no idea. I've yeah. seen the name enough times that I figured I I will find out one day by mistake without ever ha You know, when, when yeah. you hear people talking about stuff enough in a meeting at work, you think, I yeah. don't know what that is, but I can't ask now. I'll just, I'll, I'll pick it up along the way. I'm sure yeah. I'll figure it out. And if, if not, then, like, once I get out of the meeting, I'll check on Wikipedia, it'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's very nice, and he's very generous with all that money he's paying to the liberal elite. Yeah. Yeah. So, in happier news, this weekend, Chris has said that I can drink 60 pints of cider in a little hut. Oh. Does the little hut have a toilet in it? I don't know. Yeah. It's not, my, not my problem. I don't know. I've never been there. It is well, let's in, hope for your sake that it does. It's in the brilliantly named Power Stock, which is probably pronounced Pustaku or something, though, in Dorset. Is that, is that, hang on, is that a town or... The, or like um, an event. Village or something. Well, no. It, it, like yeah. Woodstock. Oh, that would be better, wouldn't it? Uh, they'd have to call it cider stock. Well, I mean, it, to be fair, it does sound like a demonstration of like drills and, mm. and oh, nail guns and stuff. So we're going to a, a little village called Powerfest uh, to drink many cider. Yes. And Daniel... Is, is that the correct uh, plural of cider? Yes, yep. it is. And Dan is going okay. to have a very poorly bum... Dan is. They'll be blocked up loose for everyone. So because... And Chris hasn't even tested his upstairs toilet yet, so God knows what's going to happen when Dan unleashes the beast into that. I am going to test it to destruction. You have to... Yeah. You're going to go full Mythbusters on his upstairs toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I just realised that uh, you have to buy tickets. Oh, what, for your upstairs toilet? <laughs> it's probably sensitive. To I mean, see what Dan does is going to be an attraction. How much is tickets? Uh, it's six pounds per ticket in advance. That's a lot of money, isn't it? How, but does that, that entitle me to six free pints of cider? Um, no. It takes place between it... six and ten thirty in the hut. 
there will be around. So to get through sixty points, I have to go fifteen pints an hour. I presume that's PM. I have to drink four pints. Uh, no, a pint every four minutes. You don't have to drink sixty pints. <laughs> Why? He does now. He's committed <laughs> to do it. Say it. I've got to drink sixty to pints of cider. I imagine uh, the Power Fest is going to be just a little barn, and there's going to be hay <laughs> on the floor. And somebody will have a pig under his arm and he will just hand out pint after pint of cider that he made in a bathtub around the back of his shed. There there may be cider producers like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be How wicked. many of the varieties of cider on offer will guarantee to make you blind? I don't want to be able to see by 9pm. Yeah. No, I'm sure that can be arranged. I'm trying to find a picture of Powerstock Hut. Oh, it's quite big. Oh. So, would you like to know some facts about Powerstock Cider Festival 2017? I know, but I get a feeling you're going to tell us anyway. I can read you the about on visitdorset.com. This will be another exciting year for the celebrated Powerstock Cider Festival, which takes place between 6pm and 10pm in the, quote, hut, brackets, village hall. As in previous years, there will be around 20 cider producers attending the festival, as well as local food suppliers. So that's three pints from each producer. That's good, isn't it? Nice. Tickets are on sale in Bridport Tourist Information Office uh, for £6. They sell out fast, so make sure you get them early. Oh, shit. I will um, I will buy us some tickets. You're going to have good. to go down. Um, you should probably go now. <laughs> yeah, now is good. Hmm. Uh... It doesn't it's really still there, say anything. You're doing still here. So twenty cider producers—that's a lot of different flavors of cider, isn't it? Because they're going to bring four or five each, I would imagine. They—they they all taste of apple, mm. right? Yeah, but at, with varying have... degrees of um, vinegar flavoring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy shit! I've just looked at a picture from—I uh, don't know when this is last year. I think, and it's. Fucking packed. It looks like a, a foam party, except without any foam. Yeah. Okay. Do you think we need to dress up special for it? Um. Well, there's a. Yeah, I think we're going to have to go in chap get up. I don't think that's oh, true. Nice. It does. I found another one that just looks like um, a load of urine samples <laughs> in front of a man with a beard. Does not look appetizing. Yeah, there's lots of just jars with no labels on, with liquid inside. Yeah, that sounds about right. I thought it would be... uh... Oh, there was a band called The Paper Trains playing one year. Okay. And uh, you can buy recipes. People have got lovely hats. (laughs) There's a box that says hard on. (laughs) So this is what we're doing on Saturday, and this is going to be tremendous. And that's a really fizzy jar of piss. Yeah, so anyway, that's what we're doing on Saturday. We're going to go to a cider festival and drink as much cider as we can before they make us leave. And then we're going out in Bridport. Right, I I feel I need to explain that um, I can no longer go out in Bridport um, in quite such a, a Lawrence-y way anymore. 
I'm now an upstanding uh, member of the community, so I have to. So you're uh, breaking up again. I can't hear what I can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> I have to. I have to be. I think. No, you're, like, what? I can't hear. You're breaking up again. I think uh, you're pretending that I'm breaking up. I think your internet is very, very bad. I can't hear you saying that I'm not allowed to misbehave. No, you're allowed to misbehave, <laughs> uh, but I have to. Um, I have to just watch from a distance. Um, no, that's not. That's not. I going can't to participate in the misbehaviour. Of course you can. I can. I can do it I in think, power uh, stock. That's fine. Um, okay, so where are we going to go after power stock? Go home and sleep. Because we can't have you not having fun. I can have fun. No, we can't go home and go to sleep. That's no, you can't. Not as much fun as uh, when you're out. What kind of out fun? There, oh, there's a pub in Powerstock. There is a pub in Powerstock. Yeah. Will they be open until six in the morning? Probably not. So why are you not allowed to have fun in uh, in Bridport anymore? <laughs> allowed to have fun. Well, f- first of all, um, I, uh, I I don't want people knowing that that's my job. Um, Okay, I'll beep it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. We we have to have secret fun in secret places. That now people are going to think that you're a, a secret agent or something. Because of the, yeah, because of the when in of fact the you're just a stripper and the media. We have to have secret fun in secret places. Oh God! So we're going to have to go somewhere that's not Bridport then. Well, maybe. Oh, we, we could just, we could just go home and just, just uh, play a nice game. No, of- home isn't fun. Last time I went out with you in Bridport, you threw a glass in a car park. <laughs> See, I can't do that kind of thing anymore. <laughs> That's very much like step one of glasses. <laughs> <laughs> you threw a glass in a car park and tried to and tried to make us go in the bad pub. Yeah, I know. So we can't. I can't do that anymore. And we're not allowed to do that anymore. Oh, this is a disaster. We can, um, unless I go in disguise, of course. But none of your are going to if be you, there. Well, well they or is might that, be. Will they be? Is that the problem? Me. Oh, is that the issue? Yeah. Yeah. We can disguise How you. would you disguise me? Um, I'd put a bin bag Nose glasses. Yeah, nose oh, glasses. Yeah. Okay. Works every time, it's guaranteed. Or you could grow a goatee and then they'll just think that you're Chris <laughs> evil twin. <laughs> right. And we could then explain all of your behaviour and you wouldn't have to worry you've about used, it. You've used my surname then uh, for the first time. So. That's fine, I'll beep it. Beep that, yeah. Beep it all out, and uh, okay. and my first name. I mean, to be fair, there's a good chance that none of this is being recorded. So. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. True. I think we're fine. I can't believe our listeners uh, missed out on that excellent little mix chat. <laughs> well, to be fair, even when we do record a pod- pod- podcast, there's a good chance that listeners will miss out on it because Dan will edit it and publish it. Mm, that's true. Good chance. There's a one in four chance. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, basically. Yeah. And a three in four chance that it will be released more than <laughs> more than two weeks late. Yeah, that was excellent. We, I mean, we basically only published seventy-five percent of a podcast. I know there was the funny joke about how the first one you edited was released in a different calendar year, but you don't need to do that again. <laughs> I think Damn April it, is, is pushing these things. I don't. I just don't. I mean, it's already. It's already being. I mean, hang on a second. Uh, when was episode ninety-one? Was that the fourth? Um. Yeah, it would have yeah. been, wouldn't it? Yeah. So it is technically a different financial year that you're releasing oh, it in. True. I think that's good enough. Is yeah. it? I thought the other yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're releasing it. Well, he would, have, he would have released uh, it a different tax year anyway, wouldn't he, though? Because he wouldn't have done I mean, it the next yeah, day. unless he was doing it particularly quickly. But um, nonetheless, I think that's enough of a, a milestone for your recording to not have to stretch it out to, like, literally another calendar year. Um, 
you know that's possibly taking the piss. So Chris, because of your because of your job as a um, male escort, so that means we're not allowed to. Oh, I forgot to beep that one. Yeah. Uh, that, so that means we're not allowed to have any fun this weekend. No, we can't. Or if we do want to we have can, fun, we have to do it in the privacy of your own home. The level of fun needs to be less than the the level of fun last time. And maybe not fun. I don't think it could the, ever be more. The... <laughs> Debauchery. Yeah. Mm. It must be responsible think... adult fun. I think last time it wasn't... Yeah, I suppose if I was a uh, somebody a who didn't like the and I saw you yeah. behaving. Well, no, I mean, you were so you're not allowed to stagger. <laughs> um, I, I need to know. I need the parameters defined. I need to know I mean, where Chris, is. Chris, presumably you're not going to be wearing your uniform or ID. Um, no. So it's not like you're representing your organisation in your actions outside of work. No, no, but I am now. I am now. Known in the town, like, um, not massively known, I suppose. People are going actually, to think you're the mayor or something. Actually, my job is, my job is increasingly unpleasant, and um, uh, uh, why not try and get me sacked? That's yeah, we can do that. That's the spirit. Yeah. If I drink 60 pints of cider, there is no way you'll be having a job on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> your, Regardless of what your job is. Your job is to um, create some kind of scandal... That involves me, yeah. so that I get okay. back. Brilliant. Well, we can do that. Yeah. So, um, Dan, what time are you arriving on Friday? I, I figure that this is as good a good podcast content as anything else we're going to come out with, so we might as well record it all and publish it. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Um, probably eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. So we're going to pick Eesh. you up from the station, then get fucked up in the back of the car while Chris while Chris drives us back. Chris, I would like an espresso martini at your house, please. Okay. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. That might. Can you um, learn how to make an espresso martini? Um, I've got some Nescafe and what what goes <laughs> in the... vodka <laughs> and some vodka. Yeah. What else goes in it? So just get some Nescafe, pour vodka in, and like then put an olive on top. That counts. I don't put an olive on an espresso martini for goodness sake. That was disgusting. <laughs> I make coffee. Coffee beans on don't top. Don't I? I make coffee, and what... I think you do have to... Oh, for goodness sake, the Absolute website wants me to put in my year of birth. Um, I will make you... I will make you an espresso martini um, only with things I buy at Lidl. A Lidl espresso martini. How's about that? Can't really hear. Well, just say yes, because it's awesome. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. So it's one and two-thirds parts vodka, half a part Kahlua... One and two thirds parts espresso coffee, cold. One third part simple syrup, and three coffee beans on top, according to the Absolute Vodka website. Okay. Mm, not entirely sure. Just the Absolute Vodka website. No, I think that sounds like a stupid recipe. There must be a better. I've never recipe. heard of Kahlua going in it, but then that makes perfect sense. So. BBC Good Food. I thought that had been banished. No, they just stopped up. If you remember, there was massive outrage, so they just said, well, no, obviously we weren't going to take it down. That would be stupid because the marginal hosting cost on something like that is zero, so we're just not going to update it anymore. Oh, okay, well, that's good. I, did, I thought it didn't get resolved properly. I thought it was just... No, they were going to take it down, and then people pointed out that actually it makes essentially zero difference to them funding-wise whether they keep up the existing stuff or not. Mm, so they might as well keep the existing stuff up. Oh yeah, so mm. it's just it's some vodka, some cold espresso coffee, some Kahlua, some coffee beans, and some sugar syrup. 
Is there no um, yeah, makes sense. martini in it? Uh, no, it's just it's in a martini glass, I suppose. Okay. I might it's struggle. A very easy way of making. I might struggle with the glass, but um. It's fine. Put it in a pint glass. It'll be fine. Uh, yeah, I'll have it in a pint glass. That's fine. Okay. I'll have it in a mug. I wouldn't drink an espresso out of a, <laughs> out of a martini glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing! A mug of espresso martini. Yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah. No, I'll put it in. Put it in one of those um, coffee cups with a rubber <laughs> lid that you can put in the car. That would be good. I would like oh. a thermos of espresso. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So That'd you you want this whilst I'm driving you back from train station? No, I just want to drink them at your house before we go out. Right. Okay. So yeah. so what time are you driving drink, then, Graham? I don't know, five or six or something. Oh, okay. Cool. That's definitely. I would. I'm aiming for before seven, yeah. between six and seven. I would think. Well, that's great because then, then uh, uh, we can go to the station together. And yeah. I think the road might be closed <laughs> from oh, eight God. o'clock onwards, so we're going to have to go on a diversion. So I will need to. We could just stay in. We could stay in Dorchester. We need to bring you provisions. We could uh, just get fucked up in Dorchester and sleep in a, in your car. Could do. Mm. I mean that sounds uncomfortable. Call that Plan B, couldn't we? Anyway, what what's you, what are you doing that's so much more important and fun, Adam? Um, I have commitments on Sunday morning that mean that I can't have to travel back from Dorset. Were you going to church? No. Uh, are you going to B and Q? No, like uh, that's more of a Saturday thing. I feel. Yeah. No. Actually, I mean, I, to be fair, I'd say it's more of a bank holiday thing. No, I was going to say it's a bank holiday Monday thing, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Going to be in Q. Um, All right. Well, let's carry on with the podcast then. Um, uh, if we must. So we've done the election. Uh, I've done. I'm going to drink all of the cider. Uh, Chris said, "How did I meet the Rock? And should we imagine it?" Yeah, um, because we we, we established in in the podcast ninety one uh, that you you're having a relationship with uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and uh, I wondered hmm. how how did he how did he woo you, or how did you woo him, uh, similar to similar to how John Major wooed Dan? Okay, so who who wants to play me? Uh, okay, I'll play you. Okay, um, Dan, you can play The Rock. <laughs> can I? Yes. Uh, Adam, you can play Kevin Hart. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to play... Um, you could pl- you could be the narrator. You could, could talk us through things that happened and force us in. Oh, I could be the uh, the Frenchman from the first dates restaurant. Okay. Yes, yes, you could. Uh, for me, romance is like uh, putting a wheel on a car. He doesn't explain any further than that because then it would just be a far show sketch. But, uh, he's, <laughs> he's very sage, isn't he? That'd be amazing. Yeah. So. I think we need a narrator as well. Well, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's the Frenchman, isn't it? From the, uh, that's the, that's the, the subtitle of his narration. Yeah. And, okay, right. Uh, there's this uh, massive fucker called The Rock, and he comes into my uh, first date's restaurant. Hello, I am The Rock. I can't remember what The Rock talks like. I'm going to assume he's American. And... Wow. Yes. He sits down at the bar. The bartender is Kevin Hart. <laughs> okay. And for some reason, he has an English accent uh, because he's practicing for a role that he's going to be doing 
he is a method actor, isn't he? He, he <laughs> really tell does he a lot of research. For that, for yes. Yeah. Good evening, The Rock. What can I get you? <laughs> the Rock asks for an espresso martini. <laughs> I would like an espresso martini and a side order of cod. <laughs> <laughs> right away, sir. Uh, maybe we shouldn't ever release episode 91 because I've forgotten all about all these lovely things that will just make no sense. <laughs> That's not permission to not do it, Dan. You still need to finish it, even if you only send it to us. Okay, I'll send it to you for pre-screening first. Uh, in walks... Here is your... Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, no, you carry on. I so don't mean to Here is your espresso martini, Mr. Rock. Your cod is on its way. In walks a very handsome man. <laughs> That's you, Chris. <laughs> who's that? Who's that small Englishman behind the uh, very handsome man? <laughs> that is low. That is very, <laughs> very <laughs> hurtful. I'm deeply upset. I'm going to put you in a bin for this. There isn't a bin big enough that'll fit me in. Oh wait, no. The handsome man punches the rock and squares the balls. My balls! Why are you French? <laughs> that, everyone, everyone turns French when their balls get punched. That is common. Okay, knowledge. fair enough. Uh, the Rock tries to punch him back, but misses because his balls... Why are you, why are you the reason? <laughs> well, I don't know. The rock, the rock is now referring to himself in third person. <laughs> Describing the Rock is always referred to himself in the third person. That's The Rock's shtick. No, it isn't. Yeah, he yes, says, it is. can you smell what the rock is cooking? No, he does cooking. say, can you smell what the rock is cooking, yeah. Yes. That's, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Finally, the rock has come to whichever shitty podunk town he's in. Um, London. Yes. Um, and there was some other th- stuff that the rock did in third person as well. I, I think can you smell what the rock is cooking was probably going to be the punchline of this sketch. <laughs> I can't think of any other uh, sentences. <laughs> Yeah, but that's frankly so, very disturbing. So I'm I'm playing Graham, and um, we learned last week that uh, I don't really know how seduction works. Uh, <laughs> I just assume that you you make a, a pun, and uh, which is also mm. um, sexual innuendo, and that that will impress the other person in some way. Um, so if you can say something like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna enforce the follow-on." <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that curiously smelling Englishman but, is very funny. I am curiously attracted. But I him. haven't said anything yet. Yeah, that was that was. I was just giving him an example of a. Of I mean, I assume, really, I assume that's how seduction line. works. I don't, I don't really know. But if I was Graham, I would, uh, I would go up to the bar and I would say, "Oh." The Rock, you can batter my cod any time you want. Can you want. do it in a northern accent, please? Oh, um, northern. I'll, I'll do yes, The Rock. You can batter my cod any time you want. That is curiously attractive. Small and funny story. I see that, and no mistake. Would you like Your to... cod, Mr. The Rock. Ah, thank you for my cod. Uh, would you like to share some cod with me, small man? What is your name? My name is Tuck Graham. Okay, Tuck Graham. Do you like cod? Ah. <laughs> I've got tons. Have some of my cod. Would you like an espresso martini? Bonjour. I am the owner of this restaurant. Is everything okay? Everything. Is no. Okay. 
No, I, I told you, Kevin Hart, you must not come through the door. You always have to stay out the back. I'm sorry, sir. Get what back in my lab. Get back. Your your face needs to be sewn to a bum. <laughs> he just suddenly lurched into German. Yeah. It turns okay. out the owner of the First Dates restaurant is also making a human centipede in the kitchen. Is the restaurant just a front for his human yes, centipede yes, operations? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's... That's good to know. If you were I making mean, a always... human centipede, then I think um, you'd want to do it in CERN, wouldn't you? Hmm. Why? Because it could go all the way around. That that would take quite a lot of humans to centipede. Oh. Well, no. If you use the uh, if you use the um, the accelerator, it would like stretch them dramatically as you approach the speed of light, and you could then probably do it with only a few people. Is there anything left to salvage from this sketch? Do you think? No, we... no. Just this. This is where you just like cut um, with no explanation. No, no, and just no. Move on this was thing. first dates. Um, uh, at the end, uh, there would be there would be Graham sitting by himself, and they'd say, "Do you do you fancy him?" Wouldn't there? And then the rock goes in, and and I would say, there. "Well, yeah, he's the fucking rock, isn't he?" Well, maybe. yeah. I, what like... I'd like is um, it. The episode should start with. Um, <laughs> Uh, a sort of montage of me getting railroaded by the rock, and then it will go uh, record scratch, freeze frame. Yep, that's me. Uh, you're probably wondering how I got into this situation. And then well, it would... you're editing this episode, so you can literally do that if you want to. I don't. I could put in the sound effect. Well, can we all make some sound effects that I can cut into the appropriate place, please? Well, I mean that would just be weird because it's supposed to be you, yeah, not us. Yeah, but you're pl- Chris it's is not playing like an orgy. Me. Well, no, but, but was, Chris is playing me. I was playing. Dan is playing the rock. Kevin Hart would definitely be there. I mean, he's probably doing the filming. Yeah. yeah. So, everybody, please, uh, for this scene, you need to imagine me getting pounded in the bum hole by the rock and make appropriate noises. Uh, action. Uh, I, I, oh, uh, rock. Uh, You're so good. <laughs> you are the rock. You are the rock, you idiot. <laughs> just referring to himself in the third person again. <laughs> and saying how great he is. <laughs> That's what? quite an ego. No, no, what fucks that way? Of course he does. Yeah, no, you you are actually right there. Yeah, come on, it's obvious. I was hoping for more kind of noises and. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. that all right. It was quite good. You can cut that together several times and I don't turn think it. He would just go. Was that all right afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> I think the rock would fuck whether that was all right. Yeah, <laughs> he, he might be a considerate lover. No, he just he, no, he would not. <laughs> He seems a nice person in general. You know, okay. You've made this all smutty again. I was um, imagining a, a, a romantic, romantic dinner, and you've just made it. Yeah. Well, we had we had one, and then he then he plowed the fuck out of me. I'm not sure the rock could go like the full duration of a lovemaking session without pausing for cod. <laughs> you know, if I <laughs> yeah, was, he would just be that. rubbing cod all over Graham, his chest. Uh, and they said afterwards, uh, so what did you think of your date? I'd say, well, to be honest, Pet, is stunk a cod. It were like it were like being in Hull and not in a good way. And the other thing I is, he may just he may just share the bill. And uh, I only had one cause. He had five bloody plates of cod. That's not fair, is it, big movie star? Do you know that the con- the contestants on um, the uh, first dates they get a 
sort of a fee for going on, which is roughly equivalent to half a meal. Well, not half, but like they're oh, half okay. of the meal. Yeah. So they do get paid for it. But the, so well, they as have... they established, possibly in episode 91, uh, The Rock is the highest paid uh, movie star in the world right now. Yeah, I mean, he could, he could afford the first date's restaurant, couldn't he, to be fair? Yeah, you'd assume so. Like, you, he could probably afford to buy the first date's restaurant. Yeah. Mm. I don't think that French sale, in fairness. So, Chris, you're friends with a little boy who has recorded a <laughs> yeah, music song. Yeah, uh, a, a little boy from uh, Belgium who's uh, 21, and yeah. he is now a recording artist. He's got a song. I'm looking at the picture of this man, and that is not the face of a 21-year-old person. Is it not? In what way? No. Well, in that it's he's the like face a, of a 13-year-old he's boy. He's like a, a bad boy that uh, you could sort of... Turn, he isn't turn a bad good. boy. <laughs> no, he's not a bad boy. I thought that's what they were going for with the picture. Well, well anyway, they might have been this, going this... for that, but they missed it by a very long way. This, this is a friend of mine, and uh, he is Belgian, and he has released a song, and it's okay. being played in the Belgian Flemish charts, and uh, I think if you were looking to get into a very hipstery brand of music then this is definitely what you should check out uh, because uh, you'd basically be, be the second or third person in the UK to have heard it and when you were having your, your hipster conversations about Dutch singers uh, you could say oh well you know Gus Movis is just far too mainstream for me I, um, I like Nino Dubois so is this a man, a little boy that you met on one of your um, well, I... trips to foreign lands? <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I don't want to. I don't want to out try and out hipster anyone here, but I was listening to Belgian music when I was at university. Um, not because I was in any way particularly hipster, but because uh, a one of the, the girls who worked on the radio station with me was really into Belgian rock okay. and kept playing it. Name a Belgian rock person. Um, okay, so Deus. Okay, I'll give, let you have that one. Name and Triple. I believe that uh, Solwax are Belgian as well. Uh, Danish. You might, they might be. No, they're not. They're not. Uh, no, they are from Ghent. Yep, I was right. They are Belgian. Um, Do you know that so... Ghent and Genk are two separate places? Surprising, isn't it? Uh. Yeah, so Deus, Deus are from, are from, are from Antwerp, and uh, and Solwax are from Ghent. Okay. So can I put some of and the boys? Can I put some of their music in here? Yep. Do you think I could do that? Can I? I think well, I mean, could. if you were going to put in a medley of little mix, I think you can get away with putting in his stuff as well. Oh, that's really good. I like that. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So there you are. You can buy it on iTunes. It sounds a bit like um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Okay. I don't know what he's saying. He could be saying on... something really offensive, but there's no way you'll ever find out. No, it's impossible to know. 
is it on uh, Google Music? I think it is on Google Music, yeah. Well, then I can listen to it without having to pay for it, and he will get Fantastic. a fraction of a penny for every time <laughs> I listen to it. Well, and it's on and that is the only way he will learn. <laughs> and that is uh, in very much how capitalism works. Nino and the boys. I think it's quite impressive that we've managed to somehow string this out to 45 minutes despite losing, like, 20 minutes of audio. Mm. It's not bad, is it? So, um, are we sponsored by him now, then? Uh, By who? Well, I I bought a CD from him in the summer, and there was a problem with the payment, and so I got refunded. So, yeah, basically, I I think he owns us. Wicked. Uh, how can we leverage our brand to give him great success in this country? Do you think? Uh, well, do we uh, need a brand we could, first? We could say buy buy this song. It's good. I mean, and don't respect yeah, our don't opinion, it, and they would do but it. Stream it at least. Yeah, they won't. Yeah, but we we tried. We could put the link in the I'm going to, show notes. Yeah. Another well. Well, I'm going to uh, in October. I am going to a gin festival in Belgium and uh, it, people could come with me if they wanted and then you could meet which, this which rock star people? in person and he could sign yeah. your boob, couldn't he? Oh, that'd be lovely. <laughs> That's a, a rock star thing. Yeah. Will you pay for me to go? Uh, no, I wouldn't pay for you to go but um, yeah. I would uh, agree to go with you which is a good deal. Basically costing you quite a lot of money, isn't it? In potential earnings. In legal fees, things like that, yeah. Right, does anyone have to... Uh, does anyone have anything else to say before I park nope. this? Nope. I expect you to do a handbrake parallel park to bring us into a stop. Okay. There it is. Fantastic. Uh, Chris, do you have four or five more items you'd like to talk about as you normally do? No, not really. Um, I will save them. For when? Uh, Well, actually, yeah, okay. Let's talk about the local elections that are happening um, in May as a lovely little starter for the main course of the general election. Isn't that good? Uh, We haven't got a local election. No local election. We've got a mayoral election. I have no local elections at all. Adam gets to elect the mayor. Isn't that exciting? I couldn't give less of a shit about it if I tried. Andy Burnham is trying Isn't... to become mayor of Manchester. That's exciting. Yeah. Good for it? him. No. Not not really, or in any way at all, no. Mm. In fairness, isn't one of the candidates for the Birmingham election a John Lewis manager? Don't care. Haven't even looked. Have no interest. Well, but my, Couldn't my interest me if they paid me. The least I will pay £66. Um, for that, I will show brief interest, but not really pay attention. £85. Uh, I will show brief interest and pay attention. £91. Uh, I will show slightly longer interest, but won't remember anything past the showing of interest. £127. Uh, I'll show some interest and remember for like 10-15 minutes afterwards, and then it'll just kind of tail off. £65,000. Uh, I will read who the candidates are and maybe turn up to vote. 
I can't remember what the what was the thing that made meant you had lost that quiz on the radio. Was it a bomb sound or something? Was it a bong? And then Chris Tarrant would go, Oh, you haven't won the money this time. It's basically <laughs> Isn't that Harry Hill? Same thing. Fair enough. Right. Uh that's enough. You're all dismissed. Oh, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Two Star Podcast. That's the word two, not the. Oh, speaking of the word two, I um, sent your friend Ryan Corrigan a message uh, on oh, Twitter yeah. earlier, Chris. I did, yeah. What did you say? The general election announcement made me think, oh, I bet uh, uh, pricks are saying a lot of dumb shit about yeah. this. And that led me on to that prick. And he had uh, posted. Come on, computer. He hadn't posted that. So Ryan Corrigan 73 put hashtag general election. This will be a massive two fingers up to far left parties. But he spelt two. How do you think? Oh. Uh, T-W-O. Yeah. No. Go on, Chris. How do you think he spelt two? Um, Easy. I, well, you, you've already tried T-O-O. Um... T- no, T-W-O. nobody tried T-O-O. That's, That's what literally what I just said. said. Well, and I responded that it wasn't that. Hang on, well, well, hang on. Are you correcting him wrongly? No, I am correct. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fucking hell, Chris! Why would, I, why would I correct him if he had if he had used the, the right spelling of two? Which was your your? Is that what I'm meant to be doing? No, but that's what you said you would do last time. Right. Okay. Oh, I forgot I said that. Well, anyway, he put he did. I if you're going to spell two wrong, T O O surely, but he just put T O, which is, I mean, that's even the wrong way of spelling it wrongly. What is this fucking moron doing? Mm. So he put this will be a massive two fingers up to the far left parties, and I replied uh, asterisk T W O, and but he didn't call me a bellenderin, Two. To be fair, he's probably got a lot of people to get through. Um, uh, I, I see if you get later this afternoon or this evening, uh, maybe early in the morning. Uh, I imagine it's probably going to be an all-nighter for him. Yeah, it's annoying when you look through his feed because it's difficult to see what he has tweeted and what is just I, him, Okay, now um, I've read it. Yeah, I, they, I thought the two that you were objecting to was the second two that you were talking about, as in the two the far-left party. Oh, I see. I see. Oh, yeah. okay. Yes, fine. I, I understand, understand now. the confusion. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, anyway, he hasn't responded. So, uh. Great. When well, he does, um, I wonder mm-hmm. if he'll call you a boring knobhead. Well, that's what I'm hoping. If I get the bell end <laughs> emojis, I'm going to be really disappointed. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter and we will correct your spelling um or you can go to well i don't go to facebook no one goes to facebook um or you can uh i don't know how can they support the podcast uh i mean just at this point i think it's a lost cause uh give us some tip we haven't had any oh we did have some listener feedback this week uh and that was that i correctly um established where one of our listeners lives fantastic so um if you, uh, yeah, just drop me a message. I'll DM, DM you his address. And uh, that is everything that you are getting. Leave. Bye. 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 Bye.